When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mac Jones threw a one-yard TD pass to Mike Kosicki. 12 seconds remaining to lift the Patriots to a shocking win over the Buffalo Bills. Jones completed 83% of his passes as Bill Belichick won his 300th career regular season game. Here's tight end Kosicki. I don't think, you know, the, a lot of the talk and stuff that happens with him is fair, honestly. I think he's, he's done an unbelievable job kind of blocking all that out, and I think he's done an unbelievable job internally leading us throughout all that adversity. Um, and today, you know, back against the wall, and, you know, you hear all the talk about us with a chance to win the game and we can't close and all that kind of stuff. And today, you know, we had a chance, and, you know, he, he stood in there and, you know, delivered play after play after play, and ultimately, you know, we won the game. Dan, has Mac been unfairly criticized? Of course. He's been unfairly handled, unfairly criticized, unfairly judged. It's been a mess. When Mac Jones was drafted in New England, it was like, oh, man, he's going to the best place possible in three years. It's the, one of the worst places possible. And everyone's like, well, Mac Jones stinks. Mac Jones can't play. Mac Jones doesn't anticipate. Mac Jones can't have accuracy. Mac Jones doesn't go through progressions. Yeah, he, yes, he does. He absolutely does. He, 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 his second year in the NFL, he had a defensive coordinator calling plays with bad talent around him. This year, he's got bad talent around him, not, not nearly as good as the people that we talk about on a consistent basis. Josh Allen's got way more. Zach Wilson's got way more. Tua Tungavailoa's got way more. Trevor Lawrence has got way more. Deshaun Watson has way more. Pat, um, uh, Lamar Jackson was unbelievable. Yet All these guys have so much more talent. And he's got a bad offensive line. But we want these guys to play. Un- we want Mac Jones to play like, oh, where's their third-year leap? With what? With who? And then all of a sudden, there's a little rhythm in their offense yesterday. A guy makes a play or two. Douglas makes a couple plays downfield with the ball in his hands. And all of a sudden, Mac Jones beats the Buffalo Bills. Oh, maybe he could play a little bit. So it's, it's, what's been done to Mac Jones is a joke. I'm not sitting here telling everybody he's Patrick Mahomes, but he's still going to be – has the chance to be a good player in this league, really good player quarterback. If you you want to say he was mishandled, I'd give you that. Mac Jones has been bad this year. Let's just call it what it is. Now, all those reasons, that's fine. But Mac Jones has been bad. He's been a part. Now, and and Gesicki said, well, you know, all the talking. Your coach pulled him twice. Don't don't, don't get mad. The media didn't pull him. I didn't pull him. D.O. didn't pull him. Stephen A. didn't pull him. Your coach benched him because he was playing bad. Dan, he was playing bad. It's okay to say, you know what? Mac Jones has been playing bad, but he played really, really well yesterday. And first of all, you know, in a situation like that, Dio, you never let a guy inside. Defenders, will you please stop letting an offensive player cross your face? If you let the guy continuously cross your face, bad things are going to happen. And that's what Sean McDermott, when the camera panned to him, he's like, God dang it, we let him inside. No, don't let him inside. But Mac Jones has been bad this year. Yesterday, he played really well. Uh-huh. End of Hold story. On. Let me say this, Shannon. I agree with, I, I agree with D.O. on this one. You're right in terms of, of, of Mac Jones playing bad, but there's a reason he's been playing bad. Yeah. 
Yes. Part of it is the personnel he's got playing beside him. Now, yesterday was a bit different. I mean, when you saw Bill O'Brien, creativity has to be the order of the day. Yes. He was using a lot of motion. I think he utilized motion on about 73% of the plays. we got to give him credit for that, okay? Called more play action where Mac Jones completed six or eight passes for 95 yards and obviously used RPO. So we got to take that into consideration as well. The reason why that's being brought up is because they were lamenting the fact that that hadn't been utilized enough in the first in the, in the first few games of the season. This is his third stint with a different offensive coordinator in as many years in the league. Yeah. Then we got to get into Bill Belichick, the GM. Not the coach, the GM. The GM who has drafted a grand total of two pro bowlers since 2012. Yes. One's a punter and one is a kick, kick returner return. and punt returner. Yeah. I'm sorry. Correct me if I'm wrong because I want to make sure I got this right. There's a quarterback, right? Shannon, D.O., right? Yeah. Nod your head. There's a quarterback position, right? There's all – you got your offensive linemen, tackles, guards, et cetera. You got all that, right? You got wide receivers, right? You got tight ends, right? And then, and then on the defensive side of the ball, you got the, the, the defensive linemen, defensive end. You got linebackers. You got safeties. Okay, you got cornerbacks. All these positions. And this man that has been running this franchise has produced two pro bowlers in a decade. One's a punter, and the other is a punt and a kick returner. That is it. That is disgraceful. And so when we look at it from that perspective, I got to look at Mac Jones and the kind of situation, the most egregious thing, Shannon, the most egregious thing, where you got to throw a pat, you know, because we were lamenting this last year. We were talking about how you've derailed his progress. When Matt Patricia and Joe Judge are your offensive coordinators last year, okay, you take it, you, 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 you cost this man a year of development. I that's was, how I'm looking at it. And yeah. that's why I say he's taking too much heat. He's been unfairly yeah. criticized. I'm, I'm giving it to you guys. He's been mishandled. Yes, he played well his rookie season. And then you bring two guys that's never called plays on the offensive side as his offensive coordinators. But I can't overlook seven touchdowns, seven picks, two fumbles, and the 23rd ranked QBR. And you guys making it seem like, hold on. If you get receivers, let's just say for the sake of argument, you get receivers, you get Devontae Adams, you get guys that want the balls. The Patriots have to draft a certain type of player because you have to be egoless. Because you can't check your ego at the door. You have to leave your ego at home because if you check it at the door, you might run back and get it during the lunch break. So, Coach Bell, there's only a certain type of player that can play in New England. So, we have to look at the type of players that they're getting who, what are the top 10, top 15 players you think going to go in there and all of a sudden catch two passes and be okay with that? That's real. I, listen, Shannon, I would say there's two quarterbacks on the planet that might be playing good in New England this year. One plays in Kansas City and one plays in Baltimore. I don't think anybody else would be playing good this year in New England. They have the worst pass-protecting offensive line, and they have the least separation by guys. So I have said this. This is not a knock on the other starters. It's not. If Mac Jones was in San Francisco, he would be playing significantly better than he is now. If Mac Jones was in Detroit, he would be playing significantly better than he is. If he was in Miami, we would be talking about Mac Jones, maybe not to the level that we're talking about a Brock Purdy as an MVP candidate and a Jared Goff as an MVP and a two as an MVP, but he wouldn't be far off. He's got the same scout talent and skill set. He sees it before it happens. He's got great anticipation. He throws the windows. He's got really good ball placement. Very smart. Great processor. So it's the talent around him is what you're saying. It has to be. I I have said this. You're not putting it on coaching, right? 
No, I, Bill O'Brien, to Stephen A's point, I love the fact that Stephen A brought up the play action. That hasn't yeah. been enough. I, I said this the other day, and I, I think this young man played well yesterday, Desmond Ritter. They're the fascinating case study for me because Desmond Ritter is a guy that has a lot of people around him to play at a really high level, mm -hmm. and yes. he's at peaks and valleys. Mac Jones, but people want him to play good. Mac Jones has nothing that Desmond Ritter has, but people want him to play at a really high level. It just doesn't happen in the league. It just doesn't happen. Dio, you mentioned Desmond Ritter. Do you realize that Mac Jones in his three years has two game-winning drives in the fourth quarter? Desmond Ritter had four this year. Ritter, think it for that's a good stat. That's a good stat. It's a good stat. Yeah. In fourth quarter, 11 for 13 and two TDs is a good stat, too. All right, you're out. What was that? Ritter yesterday? Oh, Mac no, Jones. Mac Valley? Quarter. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> okay, you, you going to Connecticut now? I'm going to go to Bristol. Okay. Yeah. You have it's fun It's good to there. seeing you. Thank you for being on the show. I apologize. Yeah that her phone kept vibrating while you were talking. But go ahead. Molly, turn your phone off. I'm telling you, just turn it off. Okay, guys, I don't have the time for this right now, but I communicate with producers, researchers. Oh, I'm no, 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 no. There you I gotta talk no, to no, 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 no. Let me the, pat myself the on the back. We all, we all, all, I, all I know I is. I mean, I do. I got a lot of weight on my shoulders. She's right talking now. so nobody will hear your, the point. Your phone doesn't ring. My phone doesn't vibrate like my that. I have vibrating. His doesn't. All our phones can vibrate. We don't make. We make sure they don't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Then my kids might not need to contact me. What? They're just saying, just cut the vibrate off, Molly. Just pull it on silent. Exactly. That's all. Okay, but yeah. then I, that's Darcy's all. Darcy's here? Yeah, I'll be back here chilling. Okay, we have a moment. Can we have a that's moment? The, that's the clock. No, no, pause. Let's get the shot on RC. Can we have a moment for this fit right now? This needs a full body shot. Oh, you're talking can about we this, oh, this color? Yeah. Can we yeah, figure this out? Hold on, the camera's behind oh, you. Look yeah. at that chain. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you RC. Know. You this know, is, Molly. RC, this is the mid-season form? No. Oh, this, yeah, no. this is this no. is This is playoffs. This is Super Bowl. This playoffs right here. I mean, you might have it today. There was enough for Steven. But it's the ice that I There's enough for Steven A talking, and sometimes you just got to come on here and shut it. I didn't know Oak was going to come with the snake skin. No, no, no. No, no, no. Give me a moment. Give me a moment. That suit is phenomenal. Shout to Andre Julius. My dog, Andre. Unbelievable. With the It's just perfect. It's perfect. He looks like he's the pastor. I'm not saying the RC won the lottery. Hold on, hold on. Go ahead, Shannon. Go ahead, Shannon. What you saying? I'm not saying that RC won the lottery, but there might be signs. I'm looking at that text. There might there be a might sign be that he won the lottery. Yeah, that ice I'm just saying. I, I see. That's, that's, the that's, whole I, thing. I'm paying attention hey. to the ice right there. The Still looks thing. nice, but the Perfection. ice the ice is right there. I get all that, even though she was just trying to distract from the phone. But yeah, for okay. a phone going off. That's Come exactly. on, Molly. Hey, man, why are you on the fifth this year? Why do y'all sit on these big puffy things, man? I know. I took mine out today. It's called a pad. It's called, it's called a cushion, called actually, a pad, but coach. okay. Hey, Coach, I was born with pad. Trust me, Slim. Right. Hey, don't you worry. Uh, <laughs> guys, uh, speaking of purple, the Ravens. You like that transition stupid. right there, folks. Okay, now we're talking. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens took flight against the Lions with a blowout 38-6 victory. Baltimore oh, had a stupid. staggering 503 yards of total offense. Lamar now 16-1 versus NFC opponents. Here's Coach Campbell. You don't want these to happen, but it, when it does, it recenters you. It refocuses you, and, and, uh, and that's all I know. Um, I don't want it to happen. Nobody wants to happen. Nobody likes to look over there and watch them having a great time because they kicked our ass. Nobody thinks that's fun, but, but I know that motivates me for next week. It motivates our team. So um, I know that you'll, you'll do any and everything you can not to have that feeling again. So that's all I mean by that. When we're doing what we're supposed to do, what we're supposed to do 
like I always say, the sky's the limit for us, and we just showed a glimpse today, I believe. All right. Humbling game, obviously, for the Lions, and we know what uh, Lamar did. Cementing his name in the conversation for MVP. Stephen A., did this blowout reveal more about the Lions to you or the Ravens? I think I think it revealed more about the Lions to me personally. I mean, this was a big game. Dan Olofsky came on last week, RC, and he talked about how this is going to be arguably the biggest game in recent history for the Detroit Lions because obviously their, their, their history of ineptitude having just one playoff victory since 1957, for crying out loud. Haven't had a division title since 1993. You know, there's so much to, you know, they were making statements and they were winning games, won four straight, 14 plus plays, plus points, beating the opponents. And then you go up against the Baltimore Ravens. And I said last week, Lamar Jackson was going to put on the show. He was hearing the noise, the chirping and what have you. And he was going to be like, listen, y'all, this is who the hell I am. Mm. And he was going to do his thing. So I expected him to be productive. What I didn't expect was for Detroit to nosedive. And I understand Baltimore's defense got something to do with that. They have something to say about that. But the Detroit Lions were just god-awful yesterday, especially on the offensive side of the ball. I did not expect that. I did not expect the guy in Jared Goff, who had been 13-3 and since week nine last season for the second-best record in the National Football League, 28 touchdowns, just four interceptions over that span. I did not expect him to look the way that he looked. I did not expect that offense to look as inept and as impotent as they look, but they did. And so for me, when I look at Baltimore, even though I was very impressed with what I saw, Lamar Jackson being impressive is not, it's is, is just not shocking news. Yeah. But, the, but the Detroit Lions definitely shocked me. They went from my number one team in the National Football League last week. I don't know where they're going to be on the A-list this week, my brother. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. You know, like, so... It's one of those things. This was supposed to be to have a Detroit reference. This was supposed to be the Lions B Rabbit moment, right? This is the opportunity they were going to freestyle against Papa Doc in the battle, and we was going to tell these folks something else they don't know about me. That didn't happen. And so to that point, you'd want to say it says a lot about the Detroit Lions, but for me, it's the Baltimore Ravens because I stupidly this Friday said I trust the Jared Goff I had seen play over the last 15, 16 weeks more than I trust Lamar Jackson under time. Todd Munkin. Well, that's wrong. I don't know if Todd Munkin and Aaron Glenn had beef before. I don't know if they said words at the middle of the field, but he attacked Aaron Glenn's defense like they had a real-life problem, that whatever it was between Todd Munkin and Aaron Glenn was personal. From the start of this game, Todd Munkin was in his bag. When you look at the little naked boot, Shannon, and now you got the RPO, you dump it to OBJ, and that's followed by the dig to Zay Flowers. That's explosive. The fourth and one boot was a phenomenal call, and then Stanley drives freaking Kirby Joseph into the first row of the stands. The Baltimore Ravens made a statement coming out the gate, and then you finish the first drive of the Detroit Lions with a sack on third down, a team that has been protecting the quarterback. The Baltimore Ravens, I picked the Baltimore Ravens to be a Super Bowl team before the season, but I said it was if everything hit on all cylinders. Yesterday, everything hit And Odell Beckham Jr. still didn't show that he's the Odell Beckham Jr. of old, but he started to get going. Lamar Jackson proved that he's an MVP candidate. Lamar Jackson proved that he can be a quarterback in this league that's different than every other. When you moved him in the pocket, he made plays. When you asked him to drop back, he made plays. When there was no plays to be made, Lamar Jackson made plays. 
on the top of having a defense at Roquan Smith that's starting to look like a defense that was led by Ray Lewis, this team is different right. when they play this way and nobody wants hey, to see Sh- it. Hey, Shannon and RC, I-, I got the MVP race as a two-horse race at this particular moment with Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Is there any argument with that? No. How about you, Shannon? I would have Mahomes one. I would have Mahomes one, two or two, Lamar Jackson three, and closing fast. But because I'm, I'm still not going to discount two. I know he's had two yep. bad games That's against right, uh, uh, top uh, uh, top tier, tier talent. I mean uh, teams. But I still think he deserves to be in the second place. You're but right. what yeah. they showed me yesterday, guys, is what they can be and what we expected them to be. When they went out and got a Todd Munkin and they draft Zay Flowers and they go get OBJ and they bring in Aguilar, we know they're going to be able to run the ball regardless who's in the backfield. Some teams, it's kind of like when we was in Denver. It didn't matter. We have Terrell Davis. We had Derek LeBeau. We had Mike Anderson. We had Orlando Garrett. We had Clint Porters. We going to get 1,200, 1,500 yards. It didn't matter. The Baltimore Ravens are going to be able to run the football. The question is, how good can Lamar Jackson's arm catch up with that running game and his mm-hmm. legs? Well, yesterday, they put it all together, mm-hmm. and they created the perfect dish. It goes to show you what they can be. RC, when you play with the Steelers, when I play with the Broncos, we had a simple philosophy. We play to a standard. We don't play to the other team. We don't play to the scoreboard. We are who we are. We do what we do. And so now the Ravens, this is the recipe. Consistency. Mm-hmm. This is, and I'm not saying throw for 357 and three touchdowns, but Lamar, can you take care of the ball? Can you not fumble it? Can you not put the ball in harm's way? Because when you don't, you give your team, it doesn't matter but, if they drop the ball. If you don't turn it over, Lamar, your team will be in every single game because your can, defense can, is getting better. Can we sit here and just finally make this statement? Yeah. There's nothing for Lamar Jackson to prove yeah. in a regular season. Nothing. No, 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 no. Nothing. No, no. Great. There's absolutely Agreed. nothing. The, 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 the discussions about his greatness from September to January are over. The issue is you only got one player victory in your career, and it was against Ryan Tannehill. Okay? <laughs> That's it. That's it. And, and you, got to, you got to do more come postseason yeah. to validate the level of greatness we see any other time of year. Yeah. That is the point that Lamar Jackson has graduated. But, but, but isn't that what yesterday is about? Isn't that what getting Todd Munkin is about? Isn't that what getting these other pieces to surround Lamar Jackson has been about? Because let's be real, if you go back to the Pittsburgh Steelers game, which does end with an interception on the fade ball to Odell Beckham Jr., which does end with an Alex Highsmith forced fumble with T.J. Watt recovery, there were seven to eight drops in that game that changed that game. There were three drops in the end zone that gives you points if you're the Baltimore Ravens. And so where we are saying he doesn't have anything to prove in the regular season, it's about getting the consistency that Shannon is talking, talking about mm-hmm. in the past game that has to carry over into yep. the playoffs. Because we believe when a team has one week to prepare for you in the playoffs and they know they have to win, they understand how to stop you from using your legs. That's what the past game ascension is about. Yeah, Molly, before you go, yep. RC, you said that they had those drops. I give you a prime example of it not mattering. Look at Desmond Ritter. Three yep. fumbles in the red zone. In the red what zone. did he do? What did he do to make you forget that he fumbled those balls? The last if drop. He hit, if he hits that go, if he hits that fade, that back shoulder fade to OBJ, we're not talking about the fumble. We're not talking about the drops. We're not talking anything. And that's what yep. the really great quarterbacks can do. They can 
a racial memory of how bad they played and how bad the team played up until that last point. All right. They sit atop the AFC North at 5-2. and two. Your Steelers right behind them. We'll get into that. Man, we're just tunneling our ways to wins, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score beatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. They whooped our ass. Plain and simple. Gotta be better. Anything they did that surprised you guys early on? No, I want to say so. I think it's just a lack of focus on our part, a lack of attention to detail, not starting fast, and creating holes that are too big for us to overcome in the second half. Does it get frustrating when that thing Yes, it does. I'm f***ing tired of this of this bull- been seven f-ing years of the same tired of this sh-. what can you do now going forward to get it turned around get our minds right and get ready to play philadelphia that's what i'm talking about that's the energy i need in my life all right rc commanders dn jonathan allen going off your thoughts listen jonathan allen has seen this with the washington commanders for the seven years he's been there but you got to do something about it when you look at this team you're playing a hapless new york giants team of course he's pissed off of course He's upset, but he has an opportunity to be on the field and change it. You're playing against a team that's with their backup quarterback. You're playing against a team that has a a running back that's coming off of injury. Go out and make plays. And Magic Johnson, this is the second time this year Magic Johnson said something about this team's energy, about this team's output, about this team's production. You change the ownership group, it feels like more changes could be coming. Oh, let me say this. Shannon, before you go, I just have to say this. Um... Riverboat Ron Rivera, it was nice. We appreciate you. So, you're going home after this year. You will not be the head coach of this team next year. And Eric Bieniemy, you probably ain't going to be the coach either. Because after, I mean, listen, you've lost four of your last five. You're struggling to, to score offensively. We're looking at that. They were, they were looking for an excuse. I mean, they've used, I mean, you've been to 15 different interviews. We all know you deserve to be a head coach. But you can't go up against the New York Giants and score seven points. You just can't. You just can't. That's number no. two. And I'm looking at it from this perspective. Y'all understand that Sam Howell has been sacked 40 times. Mm-hmm. We're in week seven. 40 times. This man has been sacked. You're not protecting the quarterback. Yeah. We all know that. 
Don't nobody on the set, even you, Shannon, don't nobody on the set know Magic Johnson longer than I have. Let me tell you something right now. When that man opened his mouth months ago, y'all know I know this man. Y'all know I know this man. I, don't, I ain't had to talk to him about it. Magic said that for a reason. Yep. Because change is coming. Josh Harris and those boys, him included, they got ownership. They didn't want to make changes right then. There is no question change is coming. You can't have this. And, and I applaud Jonathan Allen for speaking out the way that that's how you're supposed to feel. Seven years. Ryan, yeah. it ain't his fault. Yeah. It ain't his yeah. fault. No, Not when play. you got a quarterback. When a quarterback gets sacked 40 times, you can't protect him. Y'all hold the Johnson 14 points. Y'all can't even score points. Come on, man. That's not him. This, it's a problem. It's a problem, Shannon. Matt, Imagine Johnson had a Sam Cook mo moment. A change is going to come. That's and right. it's going to come, and it needs to come. They need to get better in a lot of different areas. But at the end of the day, uh, uh, R.C., you said something very interesting. You said they lost to a backup quarterback. Did you know that backup quarterback threw more touchdowns, had the same amount of touchdowns yesterday as the starter Man, had all I season? I asked the question on Twitter, is this team better with Tyrod That's Taylor right. than it is Daniel Jones? Yeah. I had over a thousand replies, and most of them say yes. And I've learned, I'm watching I've learned this that. about you. I've learned this about you, Ryan. You don't ask those questions unless you know the answer. I know the answer. That's why you put that question out there. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> exactly. By the so, way, yeah. Shannon, Shannon, yeah. Washington, one for 15 on third downs. Yesterday, Come on. one for 15 on third downs mm. against the New York Giants. They blew but baby. Sam Howe... Sam Howell been playing like Thurston Howell, the millionaire that was stranded <laughs> on Gilligan Island. That's what he been playing like. You know about the facts. He's been missing some easy throws, too, now. Bruh, shut up, man. Shut up. Gilligan's oh. Island. Gilligan's Island. That's what Shannon just brought up. Gilligan's Island. All I remember is Mary Ann. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Mary Ann. Absolutely. You know, Mary Ann. Giants are better with Tyrod Taylor? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. He doesn't turn – he protects the football. He yes. gives his team an opportunity to win. Yes. When you have people like Darren Waller and Saquon Barkley, he makes sure he gets the ball into yeah. their hands so they could be playmakers. Yeah. Daniel Jones don't, doesn't do he's any decisive. of that. Let's also remember this, guys. Let's all remember this. Brian David, they say he's in offensive meetings these days. Wasn't that way the first few weeks. Wasn't that way last yeah. year. But he's been in those offensive meetings over the last few weeks. That has helped things as well. Yes. People in the building know that? Everybody knows that. It ain't, it ain't a secret. Just cut the film on. Yeah, Listen, what are they going to do? We, ain't, pay we ain't smarter than the people that they pay to do this. I don't think that. And if I know, they, they know. know. But what, what are they going to do now? They're going to put Daniel Jones yeah. back out there and they're going to stink again. Because you know why? They when you him. get paid, when you get paid, they yes. have to do everything they can to Got ensure you. your success. Well, I'm going to tell you this. If, if, it ain't going to work. You're talking, about, you're talking about Brian Dayball being in the meetings. Brian Dayball needs to be in the training room. And every day I'm in the training room, I'm going to say, listen, we can't put Daniel out there until his neck is 100%. We need to protect our quarterback. Yeah. And I'm going to say that every week yeah. until I can get Tyrod Taylor to play as many weeks as I can. <laughs> Go ahead, yeah, Shane. And 100 his neck won't be 100% healthy until February of 24. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles in everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. Plus, receive premium travel benefits, like access to over 1,300 airport lounges and a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. Unlock a whole new world of travel with a Capital One Venture X Card. What's in your wallet? Term supply, lounge access is subject to change. See CapitalOne.com for details. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. 
Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Back to the NFL quick takes. Let's get it. Shannon, your reaction to Kareem Jackson being ejected for the second time this season for this hit on Packers tight end Luke Musgrave. Yeah, this is his fifth time in seven games that he's been he's been penalized for uh, uh, unnecessary roughness. Uh, he got ejected a couple of weeks ago. I think he's gonna he got ejected yesterday. I'm gonna be shocked if they don't suspend him for at least one game. The yep. NFL is trying to take hits like this out of the uh -huh. ball game on the defensive receiver. And uh, so I'm going to be very surprised if Jack doesn't get suspended for at least at bare minimum RC yeah. one game. Can I ask you both one quick question? Yes. You know, I understand that, like, guy, I'm sensitive to guys like your former teammate Ray Lewis, Shannon, when he used to be like, we're men, let him play. I'm like, well, wait a minute now. They ain't like straight up and down getting ready to, you know, you know, you know, throw up hands. But in the same breath, it's like, is it that hard to ask a defender, don't hit somebody in the head? Is it that yeah. hard? It's, it's 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 not it's not hard to ask that. It, it's hard to it is hard to say whoa to a guy that's always sicking them, right? Kareem Jackson has played this game for a long time, and he was kind of in that crossover of the league changing the rules and getting to this position. This is the way he enforces his will when he plays. And so now you're asking him to adjust at the last minute because right there, Shannon, and you can correct me He's if you think I'm wrong. The best thing, the, all he can do is touch him down. Yes, right yeah. with, with the way with the way he's going to the ground and for some players it's hard to say in this moment I'm not gonna put my pads on this dude and so for Kareem Jackson he also has to realize now he's a marked man yeah every yeah. week I would every week uh, an official will walk up to me and James Harrison and say keep it clean two five I nine two we're watching you yep. once you get something like that on your resume you are what you you're going to be do. marked you are what you consistently do go ahead yep. Shannon but you know what, guys? But here's the thing, RC, and you can attest to this. Okay, the guy's up here. He catches the ball, and he's, he's coming going down. down. I'm going to hit him. I'm trying to hit him in his thigh. But then all of a sudden, Stephen A., he knows I'm coming, and he Falls braces, up. and he brings his head into me now. So what am I supposed to do? I got a 6'5". He's catching the ball. He's coming down. Because if you look at Kareem Jackson, he's going to hit the guy in his, in his ribs. Mm. And then the guy stumbles, and then it's too late. It's hard to ask. These guys are moving at a very high rate of speed. And you're asking guys okay. to set the rules that haven't right. played. Okay. So is it warrant a penalty or does it warrant a, a, a suspension? See, he, so, 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 
To me, to me, it's a penalty. What's happening to Kareem Jackson is it's, hap- it's happening weekly. Okay. Right? And, yes. and we went through that this as well. We went through this as well with the Steelers. It was, okay, one of them, we get it. Two of them, we get it. Now, once we start telling you that you're wrong, it is on you to adjust. And we hated it. We used to say the same thing, though, Shannon, that when I started, right, my, my launch point or the point at which I was going to attack this guy, I was going to hit him in his rib. I was going to hit him in his thigh. If he catches and balls up or if he in some way tries to protect himself, that's when you hit him in the head. And that's what I mean by you're asking Kareem Jackson to totally change who he is. Because in that moment, you're asking that man in that split decision time right. to say, no, I'm not going to hit him at all. Because all he could do there is touch him down. But now you take away one of the most important factors to playing the safety position, which is intimidation. Which right. is letting you know if you catch this football, there's a price to pay. And now we're taking that price away, and you're making defense extremely right. difficult. Last to comment, play. Shannon. Go ahead. How many times have we seen guys, Stephen A. and R. C. A guy like hesitate. The guy catches the ball and takes it for a touchdown. And everybody say, "Why didn't you hit him?" Because I know that penalty flag. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna get fined again. That's five times <laughs> in seven games. That's yeah. his fifth time, Stephen A., in seven games. Yep. Yeah. yeah. With two ejections. He's a targeted man yeah. now. No question. All right. Let's get into another one, guys. And a down-to-the-wire finish. The Browns escaped against the Colts 39-38. to Much of that conversation after the game centered around two controversial calls in the final minute, though. The latter came in the end zone on a pass that was high and arguably uncatchable. So, Shannon, were the Colts robbed? Well, in a situation like that, it's wide open, yes, especially on the one on Amari Cooper. You can't grab the guy and you say, look, your guy got out of position. And so when you get out of position, R.C., what do you do? I don't want to get beat, and, and that's what you're taught. Grab him. Make him throw the flag. In a situation like this, I don't like where the game's on the line, the official shouldn't throw the flag. Yes, he should. Because now this right here, I don't know about all this one now. I'm about but to say, one, now I'm about to say, Shannon. No, no, the, the first hey, one, the, the first no, one's different. Yes, yes. This one right here, look, man, he threw that ball. I, I don't know what part of the uh, that Bloomington. Part of Indian. That ball was in Bloom. Yeah, that ball was in Bloomington, and they play in Indianapolis. So no, that one shouldn't have been. But the one on Amari Cooper, that definitely should have been a penalty. Yeah, but 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 that's the but that's the other thing too is let's go have the conversation after we throw the flag. Let, let let's get in the huddle as officials and say, look that. Even if you saw a tug, this ball is uncatchable. There is no way that Donovan Peoples-Jones is getting to this second throw. Right here, I get it. He was out of position. Amari Cooper hit him with the whoop-de-whoop. You got to grab him, right? You don't want to lose the game right there. But the play on Donovan Peoples-Jones is not a flag you can throw. You put that team in a position that you can't come back. They stopped them seven times. Seven times. But when you throw that flag, now defensively, you aren't giving me a chance to win. And it's okay to get the call right. It's okay to come together and say, look, that ball would not have been caught. The, the, the hold or the tug or the grab, whatever you thought it was, did not keep him from catching this pass. Let's pick the flag up and play football. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. What what caught him from catching the pass was he was being he was nine he wasn't nine foot tall. That's the <laughs> only thing that prohibited him from not catching the ball, guys. Him being nine foot tall. You're right. Uh, All right. Uh, RC, what about Miles Garrett? Miles Garrett is a freaking alien. He's an alien. And here is what. Here's what's most impressive to me, y'all. The best play or the most impressive play he made yesterday was the field goal block. Yes. Jumped over the dude. The reason 
They said don't take a step is because they felt like you needed that sort of momentum to clear the line of scrimmage. The reason they said don't put your hands on the lineman in front of you because they felt like it needed that sort of bolstering in order to get over the line of scrimmage. Miles Garrett did that junk and landed on one leg like a pogo stick. When you look at what Miles Garrett has done this year defensively, being a defensive player of the year top candidate, right. it doesn't even tell you, or Shannon even knows this, when you see that dude mm-hmm. make that play on special teams, when your best player is giving that sort of effort for something he ain't paid to do, that matters to the entire well, organization, I, I, and I'll tell you to the right entire now. team. And I'll tell you this, guys, to me right now, when you look at defensive players, it's a legitimate discussion we could have as who deserves to be a candidate for league MVP honors on yeah. the defensive side of the ball. To me, it's him and TJ Watt. That's it. Yep. To me, yeah. it's him and TJ Watt. I mean, and then that makes – and not only that, I'm looking at Miles Garrett – and oh, I'm, looking, I, I'm looking at Miles Garrett, and I'm looking at the contagious effect this had on the team, and then that has me thinking about Deshaun Watson. If you are anything, if you are, and I understand he got hurt yesterday and what have you, but if but P.J. Walker, we know he ain't the answer. No disrespect, but we know he ain't the answer. Hell no. If Deshaun Watson is anything close Stephen to a, what he once I'm was. say this. If I'm Andrew Barry, the GM, oh, yes. I'm wondering if I made a mistake. Of course you are. Yes. He hasn't looked good. He hasn't looked good at all. Stephen A. Go ahead. You, Stephen A., you remember three weeks ago, I said, let's just say for the sake of argument that Miles Garrett and T.J. Watt was playing in Dallas and doing what they're doing. What would we be saying? MVP. Yes. MVP. Now, everybody, hold this and that. Right now, Miles Garrett and T.J. Watt are the two best defensive players Not because much. every single week yep. they're making a play that impacts their team mm. to victory. Miles Garrett right now, if I had a vote, I used to have a vote, Miles right. Garrett would be my de- uh, defensive okay. MVP, a defensive player of the year, followed by T.J. Watt. No question. I agree with you there right now, But even though T.J. Watt, Lord have mercy. Hey, that hey, brother's something special. But I will tell you this, get back to Deshaun Watson. And I said this. I said when they asked me last week the biggest disappointment in RC, I told him, I said, it's him. And I explained to Shannon why that was. And Shannon said, you can't argue with you about that. Here's the bottom line. If you are Deshaun Watson, the excuses have run out. We ain't even talking about your personal transgressions and all of that other stuff. You've been back since last year. Now you had a a full offseason training camp this season. And you aren't looking good when you're in the lineup. But you know it's bad when you look at everything around him. Amari Cooper, Peoples Jones. Yeah, Chubb is out, but Kareem Hunt comes back. He's balling. The defense is balling. Miles Garrett is leading the way. The reason why we're not not talking about Cleveland more is because of Deshaun Watson, 230 million guaranteed. I think it could bump up to 246 million. And damn it, we're looking at a whole bunch of dudes. This might be one of the worst contracts in NFL history. It if is. Deshaun Watson don't yep. get his act together. And, and that's yeah. the, Seriously. And so the, the biggest problem with this was in order to sign Deshaun Watson, you had to figure out if you believed in the man. Because we all expected you knew about the player. That's In right. 2020, Deshaun Watson played on a level Big that time. was with the Patrick yeah. Mahomeses, that was with Absolutely. the Aaron Rodgers. And we just expected a piece of that. And you sort of saw a little bit of it against the Tennessee Titans, and then he gets hurt. Yesterday, the talk is that Deshaun Watson had cleared concussion protocol yeah. and they kept him in a jacket. Yes. You don't do that. With $230 million. You don't do that right. if you need him. And so that's the part that's scary to me is yes. that if this dude is anything close 
to what he was in 2020, which was I thought was top tier right. in the league. This is a Super Bowl and that team. Was, and that was against Indy, y'all. I mean, Indy is not a bad team. This no. was against Indy, and you still said, yo, we're going to put P.J. Walker out there. And kept him out there. And it wasn't the fact out that there. you put him out there. Is that once Deshaun Watson, normally when a guy of that caliber, he clears that he's okay to go back in the ball game, you put him back in the ball game. But they said, no, this is looking. Yeah. Whew, this is Man, Bad. I'm telling you, I don't know how they if they can get out of it or they want to. But he didn't look good. We understood. We gave a year off. He took an entire yeah. year off. And then he came back the little game. They said, well, that was Russ. But he hasn't looked no better this year than what he did last year. At what point in time do we cut bait? Or what point in time do we say, man, you can't cut the bait right now. guaranteed money ever. You can't cut the bait right now. 11 TDs, turnovers, 10 turnovers. You got to let him play through it. But just yesterday worried me that they didn't. And I don't know what's wrong. I don't know if if he was hurt. Because if he's hurt, you don't put him back out there. Because you did give him $230 But if – just the team is so good around him yeah. that when you watch everything else happening, you're on high, he has you're to on be high alert okay, right okay. now. Just, you're on just, alert. But what if he? But what if? Hold on, hold on, hold on. We gotta go. Got it, got it. We right. got it. Okay. But no, what if he's never that to 2020 again, RC? Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. In a battle of two of the top teams in the NFL, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles flew past two on the Dolphins by a score of 31-17. to Philly's now 13-1 in September and October games since the start of last season, which is the best record in the NFL over that span. This thanks in large part to the electric combination of Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown. Brown posted his fifth straight game with 125 receiving yards, tying the longest streak in NFL history. Calvin Johnson is one of the other players to accomplish the feat, doing it in 20. 12 when he set the single season receiving record. All right, Shannon, you know a thing or two about catching passes. How many wide receivers are you taking ahead of A.J. Brown? Two, Tyreek and Justin Jefferson. Those are the only two that I would take right now over A.J. Brown. Tyreek with his explosiveness and Justin Jefferson with his consistency, the most catches through the first two, first three years of his career. And he was on another historic pace before he got this hamstring injury. So I'm only taking two receivers over A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown would be in the third slot for me. I agree. Yeah, for, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Totally. For me, the only person I add to that is Jamar Chase. When when you give Jamar Chase these type of touches, these sorts of attempts, you see this same sort of production, production. from cool. him. The thing I want to mention about AJ Brown, let's not forget the uh, the interaction with Jalen Hurts on the sideline versus Minnesota. That's right. The, this shows you that one, Jalen Hurts is the leader. That Jalen Hurts understands what AJ Brown could do. But AJ Brown also, if you're gonna act like that, if you're gonna demand the ball, if you're gonna want the football, you gotta produce the way that he does. He so that's part of my top four. Do we need to see yep. that from Jamar Chase? I know he said it in the locker room. I'm asking 
I, I know you, I'm, not, I'm not asking you to advocate that kind of demonstrative behavior on the sideline, but it just seems with these wide receivers, sometimes, sometimes, that's what it takes. When, when he said that, remember the week after he said that, he had the 14 catches, the, the 15 catches, 14 first what, downs 91. or whatever it was against the Arizona Cardinals. And so when you play with a dude like Joe Burrow, who you have that relationship with from college, I don't think you have to act that way with him and just an understanding that he wants to get you the ball anyway. Got it. I think the thing is, when I look at A.J. Brown, he's the clo- he's, he reminds me of Terrell Owens. He yep. runs angry. A big physical guy that gets his hands on the ball and is tremendous run after the catch. He's looking to punish. Okay, I got it now. Now get me on the ground. And a lot of guys, because you look at him, he probably he like he goes about 220, 225, yeah, RC. Right. And so yeah. they ain't re- they ain't really they like, okay, get by me and I'm gonna jump on your back. I ain't right. really trying to square up with you, bro. And, and he, they ain't really trying to square up with you. Know, you look, you look at his numbers since becoming a Philadelphia Eagles, they're very similar to what T.O.'s numbers were. And think about the jump Donovan McNabb made with mm-hmm. T.O., mm-hmm. and now we're yeah. seeing the same thing with well, Jalen Hurts. Well, not just that. We saw Jalen Hurts struggling until he started getting him the ball. And the more he's yeah. gotten him the ball, the better he's looked. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Hey, Tennessee, what were you tomorrow. thinking? That's right. How about that? <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess what starts tomorrow, that would be the NBA season. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Don't say it. Oh, there he go. There he remains away from the Sixers as the team prepares for today's practice and it's increasingly unclear whether Harden will be available to play in Philly's opener Thursday against the Bucks. Sources telling our Adrian Wojnarowski. S.A., talk to me. First of all, let me say this. I, I, when James Harden's feeling the way that he feels, it just solidifies to me that he's telling the truth, that Daryl Morey didn't tell him the truth, and Daryl Morey ghosted him. And that's what's offended him. That's the one side, R.C., Shannon. The other side is this. James Harden, bro, you're looking bad. And you're looking yeah. worse every day. Mm. You forced your way out of Houston. You forced your way out of Brooklyn. Now you're forcing your way out of, uh, of Philadelphia. They had a deal with the Clippers, but they wanted the Clippers' first-round pick. The Clippers weren't trying to give that up. Did you want James Harden on your team now? Me personally, it depends on the team. Okay. I would say to you, Miami don't want him because Miami ain't trying to deal with that nonsense. Right. My attitude is we all know that when it comes to South Beach, Pat Riley runs that show. Mm-hmm. There are yes. no questions. And if you have that level of stability, I think he would be worth the chance because mm-hmm. of the structure that I have in place. Mm-hmm. But if there's any question about the structure, if there's any questions about who's running the show, all right, and who's making the decisions. If anything like that comes into play, I'm not trusting James Harden because he can switch gears on me and want out. Worth the headache. Not not worth it. Still talented enough to be worth that headache right now. He's an all-star. He's not the superstar scoring machine he once okay. was. He talked himself out of a max deal with Houston. They weren't going to give it to him anyway, but he went to Houston, meet with Houston, talk about he wanted to return to being that scoring champion, et cetera, et cetera. And Ime Udoka was like, nah, we don't want that here. Mm. We, right. we, we build us up the different. He Clippers would be a nice pickup for him. Miami would, but you got to get his head right. All right. NBA season tips off tomorrow. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV 
is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. On this day 30 years ago, we were treated to one of the most memorable moments in sports history. Joe Carter hit a walk-off home run in Game 6 of the 93 World Series to clinch the title for the Blue Jays over the Phillies. A ridiculously clutch moment. Stephen A., with that being said, what was the most clutch moment in sports history? I mean, that's clearly up there, right? That's one of them. I was in attendance, Shannon, when Michael Jordan crossed over Byron Russell. Pushed off a little bit, pulled up, hit the J and posed. I was in attendance. I was right there going crazy in the press box with my boy, the late, great Martin, Marty McNeil, who used to write for the Sacramento Beat for years. God rest his soul. That was one moment. I was also in attendance when LeBron James missed the three, but Popovich had Tim Duncan on the bench. Chris Bosh grabbed the rebound, kicked it out to Ray Allen, and Ray Allen drilled the three. I was right there. I was right there. Okay, those are the two moments that stand out in my mind, Shannon. Yeah, you can make a, clay, a case that that Ray Allen shot is the greatest shot in NBA history because the way he had to shoot the shot, he's retreating. He doesn't look down to make sure he's behind the line. He just has to trust himself. The 10,000 hours that everybody talks about to become right. great at something and let that shot go. But for me, because it's more recent, Malcolm Butler. That interception, mm. that is the greatest defensive play that we've ever seen and how it changed the courses of two different franchises. It ruined the Seattle Seahawks. The right. Legion of Boom was no more. And it elevated Tom Brady to another level because now we're looking at, man, Russell Wilson got two Super Bowls. Tom Brady has uh, one fewer yep. with another loss. It changed the dynamic. And, but I'm old enough to remember all the plays that you talk about, the Joe Carter, the Kirk Gibson in 88 when he walked, ambled to the plate, limping, and hit the ball out of the park. It's been some great moments, and I'm, I'm very fortunate enough that I'm old enough to remember most of them. Absolutely. Uh, maybe there'll be some great moments tonight, Monday Night Football. Oh, go James. How'd that go James? That chase down block. No, I take it back. I want to take it back. The greatest first play oh, stop is it. LeBron James block. It was a LeBron great play. But that, that is not the play. Oh, yeah, you don't not get to play. change your mind. Oh, yeah, get out of here. Okay. You don't get I to change your mind now. That's how slicky he is. Go James. Oh, go James. Go James block. But, by the way, we don't have to talk about the 49ers and Vikings. Everybody know the 49ers going to win this game. Everybody knows. Yeah, Kirk Cousins don't have Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I went in this game. All right, well, I'm excited to watch the game that's on our network. So. Sure. Go, James. Greatest player in sports history. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Number two. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.